1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Welcome to the Bridgeway Christian Church Daily Advent Devotional for Tuesday, December 22nd. My name is Todd Milliken, and my wife and I serve as missional community leaders for a group of young marrieds here at Bridgeway. We'll be talking about love and patience. Love and patience. Can you think of someone who's really loving and patient? Did they treat you kindly when you messed up? I've received that kind of love and patience from others plenty of times. It's, it's humbling, but it's also amazing. You know you're really loved when someone has seen you at your worst and they don't flinch. I want to be more like that. Don't you? But here's the interesting thing that's a bit counterintuitive. The Bible says that we grow in love as we experience forgiveness. In other words, if we want to become more loving and patient, instead of trying to get our act together and force ourselves to act that way, we're encouraged instead to allow God to show us where we're wrong so we can experience forgiveness. It can feel like a roundabout path to what we're after, but it's the surest way to get there. It makes sense if you think about it. We're empowered to become more loving and patient as we experience love and patience. After all, we can only give away what we've first received. There's an incredible story in the Gospels that illustrates this point. You might remember it. It's found in Luke 7. It's that time one of the Pharisees invites Jesus over to his house for dinner. While he's there, a woman who had been a prostitute enters the house and starts weeping at Jesus' feet. She washes his feet with her tears and then dries them with her hair and then anoints him from an expensive jar of ointment that she brought along. Meanwhile, the big shot Pharisee is thinking to himself, if this Jesus is the prophet everyone claims he is, then he'd know what sort of a woman this is and he'd never let her touch him. But Jesus reads his mind and calls him out. Let me ask you a question, Jesus says. Let's say two guys owe someone money. One owes $100 and the other owes 1000 Now let's say the guy who loaned the money lets both guys off the hook. Merry Christmas, he says. Your debt is canceled. Now who's going to love that guy more? The Pharisee answers, well, I guess the one who had the bigger debt. And Jesus is like, yep, you got it. And the same is true in our situation. Check it out. When I came into your house... You didn't even think to offer me water so I could wash my feet. But this woman has washed my feet with her tears and hair. You barely greeted me, but she hasn't stopped kissing my feet. Let me let you in on a secret, Jesus tells the Pharisee. Here's how life really works. The one who is forgiven much loves much. The one who is forgiven little loves little. Did you get it? It's a pretty big deal, and it's really different from how we naturally think. Let me say it again. Take a moment to let it sink in. The one who is forgiven much loves much. The one who is forgiven little loves little. This is a game changer. 
How many Christians do you know who tend to think that what's really important is getting their act together, keeping their nose clean, living right, doing right? Is that you? Is that me? We end up running around trying to do better, stop sinning, clean up our act, stop being an idiot. We're stressed out. Following Jesus doesn't feel like a blessing. It's just like another chore. We constantly feel guilty and behind, like nothing that we do will matter. and It's not going to be enough. Or maybe we don't feel bad. We actually feel like we're doing pretty good. But we don't really feel happy either. We just feel like others are letting us down. The kids are screwed up. My spouse isn't holding up their side of things. Don't even get me started talking about my boss. Talk about a hot mess. And when it comes to Jesus, well, he's out there somewhere. But there's a nagging sense of guilt that we don't do more to connect with him. That spiritual stuff just seems distant and kind of irrelevant. I'm not sure where you're at, but here's a truth that can change your life. It's better to be guilty than to feel guilty. I'll say it again. It's better to be guilty than to feel guilty. What does that mean? Well, if we feel guilty, then we can run around trying to fix it without actually coming to Jesus. Or we can just blame others for our problems, but then we always feel isolated and disconnected from people and from Jesus. But if we can be guilty, if we can see that we're wrong and simply own it, then we can come to Jesus. We can experience forgiveness. We can understand that we're welcomed and honored as sons or daughters of God, even though we don't deserve it. The one who is forgiven much loves much. The one who is forgiven little loves little. The key to experiencing more of God's love and patience is this thing called repentance. Repentance can sound like a heavy word, like we're beating ourselves up, like we're supposed to admit that we're horrible people. But nothing could be further from the truth. Repentance just means that we're changing our mind. Repentance means that we've come to understand that even though we tried our best, we've come up short. Repentance is what happens when we realize that God has more for us than we could ever get for ourselves and that we want to exchange the best that we can do for the best that He can give us. Do you want to be more loving and patient? Wouldn't it be an awesome Christmas present from Jesus if he could take your stress and your burden and your gnawing sense of guilt and transform all of it? What if he could make you happier, more gracious, and able to connect more deeply with him and others? Do you want to let go of anger and blame? I mean, that stuff isn't really helping you, is it? So you're better than everybody else? Wow. You think Jesus is impressed? I doubt it. I mean, is it making you happy? Again, I doubt it. So how do you do it? How do you let go of all the junk and get on the good stuff that God has for you? It's repentance. Instead of trying to be right, you start from a totally different spot. Like David, you pray, search me, oh God. I know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there's any sinful way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. This is the heart of repentance. Instead of living out of fear or pride, it lives out of humility. Instead of always trying to do everything right and keep from being wrong or trying to be better than other people, it just longs to see how God would approach any situation. The heart of repentance understands that God's ways are always better than our ways. 
Without his help, we can never really get it right. God, please help me. Help me see where I'm off track. Help me where I'm weak. Help me to be a loving person. The one who has forgiven much loves much. The one who has forgiven little loves little. This is the Christmas present Jesus wants to give you more than anything, a fresh experience of his love, a transforming encounter with his grace. But you have to unwrap the present. He's put that transforming power right there in front of you. But you unwrap it through repentance, by being willing to see where you're wrong, by being willing to accept something better than what your very best efforts have been able to achieve. Let's pray together. Jesus, thank you for Christmas. Thank you for being willing to leave heaven behind to come and rescue me. I want to be more like David who prayed that you would help him see where he was wrong. Would you do that for me? Could you please help me stop trying to prove that I'm right? Instead, would you help me to see where I'm wrong? I want to experience your love and forgiveness. And I want to become a more loving and patient person with others. Thank you. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.